Welcome to Tisha and the Vegan Podcast. First episode is on ayahuasca, how to prepare for it, and my experience. Hi, my name is Tijan. Welcome to my first episode on my podcast. Today, I'm going to discuss ayahuasca and my experience with this medicinal hallucinogenic plant and um, what I did to prepare for it. Now, I've been blogging on a plant-based diet and how it helped cure my Crohn's disease for three years now. And I also talk about veganism and spirituality on my page. So I was really excited that everyone wanted to hear about, about this because it was a huge part of my healing experience. I was first introduced to ayahuasca from watching the Joe Rogan show and he spoke of DMT and how it just opens up your mind to a whole new world and helps heal people from their traumas and addiction. And as soon as I heard that, I felt like it was a calling and I was on a hunt for this magical plant. But the thing with ayahuasca is you're supposed to have it come to you, not you go seeking it. Ayahuasca comes from South America and it's semi-becoming more popular here in the States. And originally, the shaman who's hosting this ceremony is the one who takes the ayahuasca, not the person seeking healing. But because this is America, you know, we as Westerners want to experience these things on our own. So we kind of took their their sacred practice and and changed it, which is wrong in a way, but it does have its benefits. I personally wanted to try ayahuasca because I had demons and I was seeking a new path and I felt completely lost and I had trauma in my in earlier years of my life and I just felt like for me, seeking a shaman rather than a therapist was the way to go. My body always appreciated a more holistic way of healing. My body always reacted in a positive way whenever I ate clean and meditated. Anyway, so I was referred to a shaman from somebody on Instagram who I trusted. And in my head, I knew that this shaman wasn't going to say, okay, you know, here's ayahuasca. Um, because it's illegal, it's really hush-hush. And you you have to really trust the person you're, you're taking it from. So I found this trusted shaman. And in my head, I figured, well, if I do a few retreats or healing sessions with this shaman, that they would maybe recommend this plant to me if they felt like I needed it. Um, I got a call from this person saying that they're having a yoga retreat and they were so excited for me to be a part of it and that it's going to be a beautiful ceremony up in the Hudson Valley and uh, it's a three-day, you know, a three-day retreat. And I noticed that the person in charge of this who was speaking to me kept referring to this yoga retreat as a ceremony. So I finally asked her, what, what does she mean by ceremony? And she goes, well, we call it a yoga retreat, you know, because we can't say it's ayahuasca. And 
I flipped out on the phone. I was so ecstatic because right then and there I knew that it came to me. So I agreed to three nights because she said, because I had never taken anything like this before, I've never done shrooms, LSD, acid, you know, the most I've done was maybe Molly once and weed in college. I agreed to three nights and I went to the Hudson Valley for this retreat. There is a huge preparation before going into this. And I'm actually just going to read what they gave me. So there are dietary preparations before the meditation that we have to follow. And if we don't, it would only, you know, fuck us up in the end and get them in trouble, God forbid. So if you had any health issues or if you were taking any medication you had to be straight up with them and they would either say you're ready for it or no we can't accept you ways to prepare for the meditation you have to stop eating at three o'clock the day of the meditation it's good to have an empty stomach when you arrive and they wanted you to have a meditative and quiet space a few hours before the event just to set your intentions and, you know, manifesting more of a positive experience because, God, you should have seen some of these people who were tripping, you know, in a negative way. It was pretty freaky when I would come out of what I was doing and I would see the other person next to me freaking out. Luckily, I never had any of that happen to me. So I really took this part of my journey very important before my before I would drink this tea, I would make sure I was in the right headspace and I, I set an intention. So they asked you to bring pillows and blankets because you're sleeping in this large room with a bunch of other people. So I felt more hygienic if I brought my own blankets and pillows. And they wanted you to also bring food. So me being vegan, I brought all vegan foods and it had to be organic. For the ceremony, they prefer if you wear light or white color clothing and you know comfortable because you're you don't know what you're going to be doing and you're probably going to be falling asleep in the same clothes and it got cold sometimes so they'd recommend a sweatshirt i'm not allowed to say where i was for legal reasons but they did offer private rooms if i so if i wanted a private room i could pay 50 dollars more for you know a little room for myself but my whole trip, it was about $250 a night. And honestly, like I was fine with sleeping with the rest of my group. So it said you should be off any and all medications, street drugs, or plant medicines for 15 days prior to your first meditation. And you should be off all antidepressants for at least 45 days. Antidepressants or any medications that contain MAO inhibitors and serotonin uptake inhibitors not to be taken 45 days prior because it could be very dangerous if you mixed this ayahuasca and those medicines that you were taking. No tranquilizers 15 days prior. No antibiotics a week prior. Antihistamines 5 days prior. No painkillers including Advil and aspirin 5 days prior and flu medications five days prior. Street drugs for uh, two weeks before and after, 
And then it says, please let us know if you have worked with frog medicine in the past 30 days. I have never heard of frog medicine before. I'm going to be honest with you. That is something new to me. So if you had all these problems I'm about to list, you have to let them know. So if you have severe heart problems, higher low blood pressure, if you've been taking antidepressants within the last year, or if you've been diagnosed with any psychiatric problems, liver issues, epilepsy, seizures, ulcers, IBS, stomach ailments, or if you think you're pregnant. Again, with my mild Crohn's case, it was no problem for me. So these are the things to avoid three days before and after the meditation. Deep fried food, alcohol, marijuana, intoxicants and stimulants, excess citrus, shellfish, coffee and caffeine or stimulants, dairy products, excess sugar and salt, spices, fermented foods, sex including masturbation, and no pork for two weeks before and after. Now because I eat clean and I eat a plant-based diet, I was able to follow all of these rules pretty easily except for I had to watch, you know, my tea with the caffeine and um, some of the spices and fermented foods. I could bring my phone, but it had to be off. So no filming, photography, or recording. It was all forbidden just for everyone's privacy and safety. No smoking cigarettes. Now, I was pretty foolish because here I am, never, never taken any of these kind of things before let alone ayahuasca, and I'm a young girl by myself going up to the Hudson Valley with a bunch of strangers. I have to say I was pretty stupid, but thank God it was what it said it was. And again, you just, you got to be careful who you're, you're getting your recommendations from. If you trust that person and they've personally done it and used this shaman before, that's different than just finding a random shaman off the internet and participating in a ceremony. I think, you know, the smarter and safer way is to go the route that I did. Okay, so let's talk about my experience. So they set you up in a circle and, you know, I'm in my white clothing and everyone is in light colored clothing and they're sitting around, um, sitting with their legs crossed and and there's these people called angels and Angels are there to help guide you through this ceremony, um, you know, through this, this journey that you're about to take. And they also help you if you start acting out, if you're throwing up. They have garbage cans set up by you so you can go throw up because you do get sick. At first when I took this tea, I did not feel anything. I started seeing people around me get sick, throw up, start to act weird. And here I was completely sober. And I'm like, why the hell, you know, aren't I feeling anything? Do I need more? I started to feel super nauseous. And that's when I threw up. As soon as I threw up, it was like a wave went over me. And I went headfirst into my journey. <laughs> I think maybe in a scientific way, your body's throwing up because it wants this this thing out of you, right? But in a spiritual way, it's kind of like you're throwing up all this bad stuff and you're releasing all these demons. That's how I looked at it. My first night, I 
felt like what was space. I could feel the energy around me. I could actually touch it with my hands and grab it. I was grabbing onto something and I was floating in space and I just felt the most serene peace I've ever felt in my life. It was the most calm. It was like somebody took bricks off my shoulders and I didn't know that level of peace and calmness ever existed. I have, I'm always stressed out and I have anxiety. So I'm in space and I'm, I'm floating in space and I could feel the air around me. I could grab it and it feels almost thick, but it's not thick. And so I hear a message and the message says to me, we all go back to the universe once we're done. And they explained it to me as if we're spiritual entities experiencing what it's like to be human. And once we're done learning how to be human, experiencing pain, happiness, and love, and going through all of these life lessons, we go back to the universe. And that was very eye-opening to me because it felt like it, it came from something bigger than anything. It, it, whether it was coming from God or the universe, it felt so powerful. And that's something that always stuck with me. But my first night wasn't, you know, I kept going in and out. And a lot of the, most of the time my ego was getting in the way. I was scared I was going to have a bad trip. And again, it was my first time. So I was trying to control where I was going. And that obviously is not in your favor. Again, the the ceremony starts at nine o'clock at night and you're tripping till around three o'clock in the morning. The next day around 11 o'clock, you gather in a circle and you're talking and sharing your thoughts and your experiences on your first night together as a group. And some people had really bad, really bad experiences. And I saw it. I mean, the guy next to me, again, he was he was thrown up really bad. And he was yelling and twitching. So the angels were there and helping him and holding him down just in case he hurt himself or anyone else. And again, you... You're not allowed to eat after three o'clock. So you're eating, you know, this healthy, organic foods until three. And then you're not eating. You're fasting until nine o'clock. You drink that tea. You're throwing up. I lost about like 10 pounds out of, you know, coming out of this whole, this whole ceremony. The second night was probably my favorite night. So my second night, I saw my daughter, my future daughter being born. Uh, I was I I saw myself in a hospital and I saw my stomach really big and I gave birth and the baby had blue eyes and it had lighter hair so I knew whoever I was having a baby with had a lighter complexion I give birth to this baby and whatever on um, my vision the trip I'm in flash forwards to maybe when she's around I want to say five or six years old, and now she has a bit more darker hair, like a light brown, uh, a light brown hair color with bangs. And I'm holding her hand, and I have like a mom blouse on with white capris. And so my daughter, my unborn daughter, communicated with me and said that she's, she picked me as her mom, and that she loves me, and we share this connection, and that she's just waiting for me, but it's waiting for the right person and to this day I still feel her around me at times 
And um, I still try to communicate with her when I'm in meditation. I'm, I'm able to love and communicate with a soul that isn't even born. I mean, talk about crazy and crazy beautiful. Now, my third night was very interesting. Um, it was when I met my spirit animal. And anyone who knows me and follows my blog can see that I have tigers tattooed on my back. It's a traditional Thai tattoo that I've always wanted to get for years. A lot of Muay Thai fighters get it. So I'm on this hill and it's super sunny and I see the most majestic, beautiful tiger walking towards me. And the hair looks like it's 3D. The eyes look like it's 3D. It's super green and I could see all the colors in its eye. The yellow, the black, the orange. And it wasn't just a regular sized tiger. This was like a hundred times the size and we were communicating with each other but telepathically we weren't opening up our mouths and speaking and the tiger looks at me and says I've been waiting for you and it was showing me my strength and how far I've come along and to give myself more credit and to hug the girl that I was at 20 years old when I made mistakes in my life and that I still regret and to forgive myself and basically to do shadow work. So this tiger was telling me to forgive myself for the things that happened and don't blame me and to hug myself. And then it went on to say that I'm a healer and it showed me a bunch of souls and or energies and I could see the hearts beating inside. And the tiger was showing me psychically that your, your life's purpose is to help heal through whatever it may be. So I'm naturally very artistic and creative. And I'm, and I'm passionate about people's health and eating a clean, a clean diet. And I talk a lot about the dangers of glyphosate and how it's harming Mother Earth and killing us. I'm supposed to heal the people that, that come into my life or reach as many people as I can. And it showed me it showed me war and famine and told me to continually eat clean. I have to say, you know, after these three nights of wild, crazy visions and feelings, I felt like whatever I came in for, I got. I still had a lot of work to do, but it opened up my eyes like I never had opened before. I didn't get mad at people like I did. I saw things coming from a different perspective. I was able to forgive myself for what I went through at 20 years old. I was able to hug myself and say it's okay and to, to stop living so angrily and being so just mad at the world and blaming others. I took responsibility. I was able to know that I have a purpose and there's a future for me and my life's work is is supposed to be healing and that was now my my new journey to figure out a, this way of how am I supposed to heal people and I think that's the beauty of it there's so many different routes I could take and if anyone is looking to do a more holistic way of healing 
you know, I did Reiki, I did, I, I, you know, I do yoga, meditation, I started off with crystals. It was just me doing all of these things that I've always heard about in spirituality. And finally, this medicinal, amazing plant came into my life. And that's what worked for me. It may not work for everyone, but I had a wonderful experience on it. And if anyone's ever looking to do this, have it come to you. Because if it comes to you, you know it's meant to be. You look at the world in a completely different way and you realize how limited our time here is on earth. We all have a purpose and to just love one another and we get so lost and, and distracted with with our phones and the computers and whatever's going on and such bullshit that we we forget why we're here in the first place and I think it's important to come back home to yourself. I want to thank you so much for listening to my first podcast. If anyone has any questions that I did not answer in this episode, please, please feel free to message me on Instagram. Thanks, guys. Take care, and I'll see you soon.